0: Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How are you feeling today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. That's the best you can ask for. Hey, I hope you're still doing your medications the way you're supposed to. You're taking them the way they're prescribed. Still keeping those doctor's appointments. Very important. You're still keeping your rehab appointments, very important. Before we start, I want to remind you that An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com, the home site for this podcast. And if you'd like to get a hold of me, you can reach me at jimmy at famousapple.com. I'd also like to welcome the newest addition to the Apple a Day family here, And that's listeners from South Africa. That's right. We have listeners now in South Africa downloading the podcast. And I think that's really cool. I want to welcome you to the family. And I hope that you'll download us on a regular basis. And get in touch with us. Let us know what you're thinking. And welcome. Welcome to the family. It's always nice. We're now in 61 different countries, people. We're in 61 different countries that are involved with an apple a day. It seems like we grow stronger every week, and that's phenomenal. Hey, listen, I I know I sound a little bit funny today. I have a bit of a cold, so don't mind me. I'm getting through this. I want to muddle through this here. But I'm really glad that we're building as, as much as we are, as fast as we are, and it's all because of you. It's all because of the people that come back week after week, the people that download week after week. That's why we're here. So thank you, and welcome everybody. Everybody is welcome at an Apple a day. I don't care what your political affiliation is, your race, your creed, your color, everybody's welcome here, no matter what. With the exception of one group, I don't like fakers, I don't like liars, and I don't like phonies. If you're trying to get over on the social security system or the disability system, or you're just trying to get over, period, don't bother coming here. I don't want you here. This is for people that want to help other people that are in similar situations or people that want to learn about people that are disabled. But if you're a fake or looking for a way to get around the law or getting around some kind of program or something, we don't want you here. But everyone else, you're welcome here. We got a new update today from Social Security. I want to share with you. It's regarding scams. You know, Social Security is always looking out for ways that to protect you from other people getting into your accounts and stealing your money. And this one's pretty good too. You'd be surprised at one of the things on this memo. We're also going to talk about theatrics. And by that, I mean, how do you act when you go to the doctor? And that's very important. People don't realize sometimes being over theatrical can do more harm than good. So we're going to talk about that as well. So, sit back and let's get started here. I received this memo from Social Security, and it's titled, Scams Come in Many Different Forms. It was posted on August 15, 2019 by Mike Corby. It says, Social Security is at the forefront of keeping your online data secure, but you play a vital role in safeguarding your personal information too. Scammers commonly target people who are looking for social security program and benefit information. You might receive an advertisement in the mail, but it could be from a private company or even a scammer. U.S. law prohibits people and businesses from using words or emblems that mislead others. Their advertising can't lead people to believe that they represent, are somehow affiliated with, or endorsed or approved by Social Security or the Centers for Medicare or Medicaid Services. If you receive misleading information about Social Security, please send the complete advertisement, including the envelope it came in to, Office of Inspector General Fraud Hotline, Social Security Administration, PO Box, 17768 Baltimore, Maryland 21235. Again, that's Office of Inspector General Fraud Hotline, Social Security Administration, P.O. Box 17768, Baltimore, Maryland 21235. Scams can also happen online. We all know that. A growing tactic for scammers is to use online dating sites. According to the United States Postal Inspection Service's recent messagings, before starting an internet-based relationship, we should always keep our personal details to ourselves until we meet face-to-face. Next, do an internet search on the other person's name and the town they claim to be in. Here are indications that someone may not be who they say they are. A mismatch between the name and the name embedded in their email address. There are obvious misspellings or grammar errors. They asked if you would send them or receive money packages on someone else's behalf. They need money right away due to medical emergencies or they need a visa or air tickets or a business opportunity arose that was just too good to turn down. Can you loan them money? If anyone asks for your Social Security number, never, I repeat, never give it to them. And, if they are specifically pretended to be from the Social Security Department, please report this information to the Office of the Inspector General immediately at 1-800-269-0271. That's 1-800-269-0271. Or you can do it online at oig.ssa.gov. That's oig.ssa.gov. Protecting your information is an important part of Social Security's mission. You work hard and make a conscious effort to save and plan for retirement. For more information, please visit the Office of the Inspector General's website. Again, that's oig.ssa.gov. If you get a chance, check out that website. It's pretty good. They have lists of all the scams that have been going around. And you might want to familiarize yourself with them. It's a, it's a good website. And also, if you have questions about Social Security Disability, go to ssa.gov and put in disability. Click on disability. But watch yourself. Watch yourself. And that, that thing about the um, online dating... A lot of people are doing that now, and not too long ago we did a we did a episode on online dating for disabled people. So watch yourself with that, or watch yourself with anything, not just dating. Never give out your social security number to anybody, anybody. And if the if they call you and tell you they're from Social Security and they say that they need your social security number, you know that's bullshit because. They already have it, if they're really from Social Security. Don't give it to anybody over the phone. Never. Never. All right? So keep that all in mind. I want you to be safe. I want. To, I don't want anyone stealing your money. I didn't know I don't want them stealing mine, that's for sure. I don't have much of it to steal, but what I have, I want to keep. Has someone tried to scam you? Or, God forbid, has somebody scammed you? If you wouldn't mind, please share that information with us. So we can put it out over the podcast to share it with all of our listeners so that they're aware of what's going on out there. Send me an email at jimmy at famousapple.com. If you'd like to share it yourself on the podcast, just let me know. Send me your phone number. I'll call you right back. And we can set up a date that I can interview over the phone right into the podcast. So something to think about. And at the same time, you'll be helping other people. All right, let's move on here. I received a troubling email, and I'm not going to tell you what state it came from or who it's from because I don't want to get someone in trouble, and I'm not sure whether this is fake or not, but I'm just going to put it out there for you. This person asked me, when they go to a workers' comp hearing, should they use their cane? They say that they don't need it all the time, but should they use it when they go to the hearing? And to me, that speaks a little bit of being a fake or a fraud. If you don't need the cane, don't use the cane. If you need the cane, use the cane. What happens is, if you start acting too theatrical, you're going into the workers' comp hearing, and you're acting like you you can't walk and you need the cane to walk, what happens when you go outside and you get in your car and you go home? Are you are you still going to be needing the cane to walk? Are you still going to be struggling? Or are you just going to jump out of your car and go inside? I've seen so many of those caught on camera shows of people that have tried to scam workers' comp that they get caught. They get caught because they make themselves look like cripples in a courtroom. And then they get out and they go jogging after the, after the hearing. If you're a scammer, you're a scammer. Don't become theatrical for doctors, and for lawyers, and for courts, and for hearings, because it's not going to do you any good. You know, you go to a doctor, and if every time you go to the doctor, the doctor says, well, how do you feel this week? And you were going to this doctor now, say, for two months, and in two months, you're telling the doctor every time you go that you're on death's door, that you can't walk, oh my God, the pain is so bad, I can't take it anymore. The doctor's looking at you and going, yeah, there's something wrong and it's not physically. Either you're lying to him or you might have mental problems. Because everybody tends to get a little bit better. Even if the medication doesn't work, your pain threshold grows. Do you know what I mean? It's like you can handle it better as time goes on. But if every time you go to the doctor, your pain is worse there's something wrong and the doctor sees this you're not impressing him you're not making him feel bad for you you're making him concerned that you may have other problems besides your physical pain and it's the same thing with going to your lawyer if every time you go to your lawyer you're on crutches and you're you're having a hard time sitting and a hard time sit you don't think they can see through that come on and the same thing in the courtroom you go to the workers comp court all right the first couple of times you're having a hard time, but after a couple of months, maybe you still have a hard time, but you get used to it. You 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 begin to have a system how to sit and stand. Every time you sit and stand it isn't like the first time that it that you've done it. And I've seen people in court that oh my God, you would think that they just had the car accident outside the courtroom. And I've seen people there three or four months in a row, and They're still crippled beyond repair. I know somebody that has bad arthritis, terrible arthritis, and they're taking medication, but their arthritis never, ever, ever, ever gets better. Never. They don't even have good days. Their arthritis just never gets better. Uh, What does that tell you? Does that mean that they're lying about it? No. Does that mean that they're exaggerating? Probably. And now they go to the doctor and they tell the doctor, my hands and my neck and my back and my feet, they're, they're worse than they've ever been. That can cause the doctor to give you different medication. That can cause you more harm than good. Being theatrical about things is not a good idea. It's not helping anybody it's not helping you it's not helping your case you go to an attorney and the attorney sees you oh for a couple of months maybe even a year and during that year not one time have you ever gotten better and I don't mean that you're you're ready to go out and run a marathon but that you're you're doing a little bit better at least That maybe you don't need the crutches uh, and you're not shaking. Or maybe you don't need the cane and you can sit and you can stand. Maybe you can't do it as, as long as you want to, but it's not like you just came out of the accident. You know what I'm saying? When you're acting like the accident just happened to you and it's already six months behind you people know that you're lying now i know you're saying oh no not me not me i'm not lying that uh, this is how i really feel maybe in your mind maybe it's a mental thing but you mean to tell me after six months you've gotten no relief zero relief you haven't come up with a system to help you get up and down from a chair or in and or out of a bed easier come on You have to be honest with yourself in some of these things. And you go to a judge and the judge sees this. Believe me, they take notes and they see this. They see you this month and you're crippled. So they take notes, they jot everything down. Now you come back two, three months later and you're just as crippled. They jot that down, no change. And they come back another two months later and they jot it down, no change. Now they're looking at it going, I think this guy's trying to bullshit me. And that can hurt your case even. So it's something to think about. Leave the theatrics out of it. If you can walk without a cane, that's great. Walk without a cane. It doesn't mean you're any less disabled. You know, people get this wrong idea about disability, that you have to be bedridden. And if you're not bedridden, then you're not disabled. That's a crock. That's a lie. Your life goes on. It's like anything else. You have to adapt to being disabled. A crutch is just, what, is just what it is, a crutch. It helps you along, but soon you graduate. Soon you graduate away from that crutch, hopefully. Maybe you went from a crutch to a cane. Or if you started off with the cane, maybe you graduate from that and you go from a cane to a limp. But to be completely disabled, completely crippled, for the rest of your life something terrible had to happen to you. Something terrible. I'm not talking about people that had spinal cord injuries and stuff like that. I'm talking in particular about people that get hurt at work or at school or something like that. And for whatever reason, they think that if they don't look like they're totally disabled someone's going to cut them out or cut them off personally personally that you can look whatever you want to look you can go into that doctor's office and you can you can crawl you can drag yourself along the floor you can drag yourself with one arm dragging your, your, your other arm and your two legs behind you. But what's going to happen is that that judge is going to turn around and order that you go for all kinds of tests and MRIs and CAT scans. And, and those tests aren't going to lie. And they're going to say, well, he may be dragging himself on the floor, but he, he's full of it. There's nothing wrong with with his back, or his spine, or his legs, or his arms. So don't fake it because you're only hurting yourself, whether it's with your doctor, or your lawyer, or the courts, or even with your family because your family gets the idea that you're faking, or your friends get the idea that you're faking. They just kind of shy away from you. They don't want to be bothered anymore. Think about it yourself. You wouldn't want to be bothered with somebody that's just pulling you along, pulling your chain. So lose the theatrics. It's going to hurt you in the long run, all right? So in answer to the email, if you don't need the cane, don't use it. If you do need the cane, use it. But don't use it because you think someone else expects to see you with it. Or don't use it because you think it's going to make your case look better, because it's not. Most people can tell when other people are faking. And if they can't tell, they have a good idea. Remember that. Think about it yourself. You can tell when someone else is faking, can't you? Listen, thanks for stopping by today. I really appreciate it. Again, I want to welcome South Africa and all the other people. Everybody is welcome at an apple a day. And I appreciate every last one of you. Every last person that downloads an episode of an apple a day. I appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. So, have a great weekend. This is Memorial Day weekend. This. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish it was. It'd be the beginning of summer again, right? This is Labor Day weekend. So enjoy the weekend. And the people in Florida who are facing Hurricane Dorian, I believe it is, you're in our prayers. You're in our prayers. So let's hope that it just passes by and doesn't hurt anybody and doesn't ruin anybody's property. And remember this, you know, people have, a, people have a tendency to say nowadays, you only live once. I want to clear that up. You live every day. You only die once. Remember that. And remember this. Things can always be worse. No matter what, someone is out there who wants to be in your position right now. So things can always be worse. To them, where you're at is a step up. All right, my friends. Thanks again for stopping by. I will definitely talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Florida, stay dry, stay safe, people, and I'll see you next week. You've been listening to An Apple A Day. My name is Jimmy Apple. Thanks for listening to An Apple A Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.